Golf Podcast, presented by Golficity, where we bring you the tips, instruction, and support you need to get the most out of your golf game. And now your hosts, Frank and Mike. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Golf Podcast, Quarantine Edition. That's right. Back to our old stomping grounds here, Frank. That's it. it does, yeah, this is where we recorded many, many podcasts before Golficity HQ. That's right. So uh, it's a bit nostalgic for us. But look, I mean, the reality is everyone around the world knows the uh, the current state of what's going on with the coronavirus has caused us all to make major changes. Um, unfortunately, we haven't been in the office much. Uh, Bergen County, which is where the office is, has essentially closed all non-essential businesses and we're just going to have to adapt just like uh, anything else. But um, look, I, I know one thing I want to disclaim before we dive into this is that there's a lot of people out there who have much bigger problems to deal with than, than not being able to get out on the golf course or whatever. And and we just need to realize that, you know, there, there's things like everything from food shortages to people who are, you know, sick with the disease to people who are financially disrupted. Um, so we need to understand that that the reality is there are bigger problems than, than our golf games. But the other side of that coin and something that I truly believe is that golf, it's still important here. You know, I think golf helps us to maintain a certain degree of normalcy in our lives. Um, I think that golf will help get us through this in ways that, uh, it helps keeps our mind engaged, helps keep our bodies engaged. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I think most importantly, Mike, it helps to relieve some of the stress. There's no doubt that everyone's a little bit on edge right now. Everyone's got that a little higher stress level. You and I both included in that, right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, being stuck inside, it's been great seeing people, you know, in the golf podcast Facebook group and on Twitter and things like that who are rolling out the putt out mats and saying, you know, positive things like my short game's going to be on fire this yeah. year. And, you know, so people are looking for the positives. And I love that. And, you know, even just here, I mean, getting, you know, my daughters outside every chance I can and chipping a couple of balls outside and just giving them some fresh air and just trying to get through it together. I mean, that's what we're all going through. We're all coming together and we're, we're all kind of hunkering down together and we're going to get through it and then we're going to move on. Yeah, no doubt That's about it. it. No doubt about mm -hmm. it. And look, we are physically, socially distancing, but I think uh, the fortunate reality is that we li also live in a time when we do have things like social media and other ways that we can connect. So we've been trying to connect in those ways. And um, that's what we're going to talk about too here. We're going to talk about some of the things that that a what's going on to bring you guys up to date as much as possible as of right now we're recording this show it is wednesday the 18th this is going to go out in a couple of days so even by that timeline some of the stuff that we talk about here might be outdated i mean literally right. things are changing minute to minute but we're going to talk about some of the things that are like i said that are going on but also what you can do to keep your golf game in order during this time. I mean, um, yep. well, there is, as Mike, you, as you were saying, there are things that you can do at home. You and I had a really fun putt out competition in the office the other day. Uh, our, our, uh, guy, Alex, who's doing some editing for us is working on getting that together, but everything comes out a little bit slower right now because, um, you know, the obvious of, of, of everybody's kind of tied up with keeping their, their, their lives in order right now. Um, but yeah, we're going to try to get it. that out on the channel for you guys soon. We're going to try to keep the content coming as much as possible, but I also want to get that feedback from you guys. I mean, obviously it's going to be a little bit unorthodox. There's going to be some new types of content and stuff, but we want to, uh, we want to serve as, as a little bit of an escape for some of you and, and give you guys something to do, watch and listen to. So if there's something specific you want to see something that can be done outside of the realm of the normal golf course, 
you know, filming, let us know, drop a comment, DM us, uh, tweet at us, let us know because we're all about getting creative and we're going to try something on Friday, uh, a little different with the channels again, getting creative and trying to do something more of a virtual space here. Yeah. A hundred percent. I mean, we're going to do everything we can. Yeah, that's it. We sure are. So Keeping the normal structure of the podcast, we're going to do our Twitter tap in a seg in a second. Um, but first, of course, we want to thank our sponsors, um, guys. The Bob Volke and his team—they're always grinding. No pun there. No pun intended on the <laughs> no grinding. Um, but they're always working to produce amazing product. But with the new SM8 wedges, they've really made a giant shift forward. Uh, and really, feeling is believing in this case. So you have to experience the giant shift forward in the Volke SM8s for yourself. You need to go out and feel it to see the difference. And in case you missed our podcast episode with the man himself, Bob Vokey at the PGA show, Bob spoke about the process that went into building the SM8s. He answered some of your questions, uh, which is really an enlightening just to see that, you know, his insight into that experience. Um, but hopefully soon you and I, Mike, we're going to be getting out there with Kevin Sprecher to experience them ourselves. We wanted to wait until we got the chance to go through a real fitting. Um, of course, you know, they've been out for a little bit here now. We could have hit them, but we want to do it in, in the right scenario and the right situation. I think that was supposed to be like a week out. I don't know if that's going to get bumped because of what's going on here, but we'll get out there one way or another. Definitely. He spoke with Sprecher uh, not too long ago. And even before things started shutting down, we didn't know if we were going to get out there just because of the delayed opening of just breaking the ground, you know, too cold to break ground at some of these country clubs. And yeah, like I said, this was way before a lot of the panic has escalated with coronavirus. So I think now with things being closed, I think it's probably safe to say that we'll probably be doing the SM8 fitting probably in like mid-April, hopefully. Yeah, I hope so, because I am chomping at the bit to really get out there and get my hands on them. I've been seeing a lot of people post them on social and the experience that they've had. It's all been positive news, so I'm excited for it. But make an appointment with your fitter this spring so you can get out there and experience the SM8 wedges for yourself. Or another thing you can do, I still still think that's the best way to go is, is that in-person fitting. But Voki.com, check it out. They've put together an excellent wedge selector tool, which will really help guide you in the right direction to find the right grind for your game. So guys, visit Voki.com to check that out. And um, as I said, you got to check out the new SM8 wedges. Um, Let's dive right into our Twitter tap in a fun segment that we're doing every week. And this Twitter tap in is presented by Therapist Preferred. Therapist Preferred offers a large array of THC-free, organically grown, made in the USA, CBD products, creams, melatonin CBD capsules, tinctures, gummies, you name it. You can visit their site by going to therapistpreferred.com and use code GOLFICITY20 for 20% off all of their products. Follow them. As we said before, they're friends of the show. Um, and you can find them at, at Therapist Preferred on IG, Instagram, obviously Facebook, Twitter. It's out there. You can find it. Um, so this one we had fun with. We had fun with this this Twitter tap in. We said, and this is a fun question we like to ask every once in a while too. What's the most random thing in your golf bag right now? And we said, if you can, prove it with a picture. <laughs> Right. Yeah, I like it. I like it. This is good stuff. Um, so this one, the very first one, I, 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 I love it. In a way, I love that he offered this with no explanation. But yeah, at the real sea crawl, just showed a picture of his golf bag with a brick in it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a workout thing. If he's planning on walking with a heavier weight, if so, good for you. Maybe for he him. just hates his caddy. It could be that. <laughs> Either uh, that, or maybe, you know, you and I have played in, in windy enough to blow your bag over. Maybe he uh, he's just trying to keep his bag in place. 
Could be. It could be a number of things. In fact, I put three 12-pound dumbbells in my bag during the Arnold Palmer Pro-Am for you. You didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, I didn't no. know because I was too strong. <laughs> didn't even didn't even affect me. Ah, there you go. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, let's see. We got, we got, yeah, go Alexander's ahead. Band-Aids. Band-Aids. That's interesting. I know a lot of people put first aid kits in there, and, and you know, it, it, it could be considered random. I mean, because it's not something we're always thinking about, Band-Aids. Yeah. But... Um, that was an interesting one. Who knows? Maybe got. he's rocking like an old pair of golf shoes and he's cutting his feet up and needs to band-aid up <laughs> on his way out there. Um, let's see here. Uh, too much Eagles 11 says this thing. Don't ask why, but I found him in there and it, it appears to be some sort of like uh, action. Like, like no, um, that's, that's a, um, that's uh, who is that? Oh, Who's 11 for the Eagles? It's the quarterback, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna look it up here. What's yeah, his look name? it up while we do that. We we are um in our excuse, we were both uh, Giants fans and tried to steer clear of uh, too much Eagles stuff. But Mike's gonna check that out. But he, isn't this, it the guy who won? He just recently won the. Is it not Nick Foles? Carl Wentz? Maybe Wentz or Foles? I don't know. One of those guys. Yeah. Anyway, it's a it's a Phillies Eagles quarterback. Yeah, Bob. it's Wentz. It's, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Carson Wentz. So he's got this uh, little action figure, Carson Wentz, in there. And he said, he said, this thing, don't ask me why. I just found him in there. (laughs) That's that's one of my favorite things, too, is like the random stuff that collects in our golf bags that we don't even know how it got in there. Right, right. You you know, like you're cleaning out your trunk of your car and you just start shoving things in there so you can get it out of the trunk. And then all of a sudden you wind up in the golf bag. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I mean, for, I mean, for me, I, it's funny you say that because I actually I, I dug through my bag and I found I found a ton of uh, protein bar wrappers. That that wrappers. makes perfect sense. Yeah. You know, because, you know, you don't want to litter on the course or leave it in the cart. So the easiest thing to do is just throw it in your bag and you figure you're going to throw it out later. But I found a protein bar uneaten in its wrapper, but it was probably four years old. Jeez. I mean, we're talking like hard as a rock one something. It was so random. I think I got it at an outing in like a goodie bag thing. And I just stuffed it deep into one of these pockets. And I knew that I found it because I just switched bags to the new title is players four plus. And I said, let me start cleaning out my old bag. And that's where I saw it. And I'm like, I don't remember ever getting this thing. So I know that thing is a couple of years old. Yeah. And you know what? One thing we're going to talk about a little later with things that you can do, like I said, to keep your golf game going while we're all kind of on lockdown. And one of them is that clean out the bag. Because, you know, like you were saying, like often we're so busy all season, we don't get to it. We just keep going and then the bag just becomes more and more of a cluttered mess. But I I like to do it, you know, once a year, at least regularly, just go in and clean everything out. I also, I do it. What forces me to clean out the bag is before our trips, because trying to save weight in the checked bag and trying to make sure there's nothing in there like batteries or whatever, that's going to get me in some sort of trouble. So I just go through there and then just, you know, kind of clean it out and reorganize. Plus that way you can find things when you need them. Right. So, um, at scotch, scotch neat, Ryan, he says just your every, every round essentials, an EpiPen, icy hot lead tape and a bottle opener. <laughs> I love that that, that <laughs> mix of random stuff in there. I like that. That's good. That's, That's good. great. Um, and then uh, at PD Pab69 says, um, be prepared is all he says. And he shows a picture of a uh, a Red Sox koozie. 
You got to keep those keep beers his, cold, keep, man. Keep his beer cold. He's got to be prepared. I love you it. Got to keep the beers yeah. cold. But uh, yeah, that's that's something. I, and it makes me think, Mike. What did you say? You said the most random thing was like these uh these wrappers you found in there. These wrappers, um, you know, that, and then I could take it a step further, and I found like one of those brush tees. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why I have one. I haven't used one in, I don't know, five years. Yeah. But I used to use them way back in the day. I might have picked one up and threw it in my bag and it was just sitting in there. I remember that. I remember that. That's the one thing I have to consistently restock is the tees. I always I always forget. I need to get like some sort right. of rhythm. But um, if you ask me, I would say the most random stuff is all this this video equipment. So I've got it down to a science. So when we go out there and we film our vlogs, um, uh, we put most of the cameras in my bag, the smaller stuff. Because I just have this system where everything comes in and out, gets recharged, whatever. I've got this one big side pocket for all the different camera equipment, uh, big, big stack of battery ba- in there. I got a bag of right. batteries. Um, so it's just a lot of random. That would be that and like the random, I guess, cables and connectors that go with all of that. That's just all in there. Oh, yeah. That's Absolutely. all in there. So it's just, uh, it's just my, it's, it's like half golf stuff, half, um, what do you call it? Half, half camera equipment. Production team slash golfer. Yeah, exactly. 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 So now as I'm moving over for this season to try the new Titleist bag we got, I got to think about what going to be my new system with my pockets. Cause I got, the last thing you want to do is leave one of those expensive cameras out on the golf course. So like I've, I know based on the pocket, this is where I put it. And I just put it in the same pocket every time so that I know just to check that pocket and we don't end up with a disaster going and looking for things. Yeah, I think we lo- we lost the GoPro and my phone at Dub's Dread. We lost the GoPro once or twice. I remember driving back like yeah. four holes. We left it on a tee box. <laughs> Thankfully, we were playing from the tips yeah. because no one else was behind us. So it was it was safe back there. But yeah, the, sometimes we were just running all over the place. That would be like the number one we one we leave behind because it's such a small camera and we'll we'll sit it just down on the tee box and we'll have like two other cameras running. So we'll just forget to go back and grab that one. So that's always a pain. Right. But I want to dive into you know, some of this stuff. I want to dive into what's going on, give you guys an update, at least here locally, what we're seeing. And then you guys out there can chime in with what you're seeing in the comments for sure. Because I think we can, we can, everybody's kind of under different rules and stuff like that. And it's just like by, by putting them in the comments, we'll know a little bit more about what everybody's dealing with. Um, but Mike, what do you say we do work from our sponsors? And then we're going to dive into what's going on, whether or not you should be playing golf right now. And uh, some things you can do to keep your golf game in order. Yeah. So first and foremost, big thanks to ShotScope. You know, love these guys. Love what they're doing. You know, if you haven't started tracking your golf stats, I mean, get to it. You know, you know, look, it's a great thing. I mean, Frank, you and I go back to the days where we were check checking off on the scorecards, fairways hit and putts and and all that stuff, and, and how how fast you know technology's evolved, and now it's just you know on your watch and it's tracking every single shot with the nubs. So if you're new to the show, if you're new to ShotScope, what is it? It's a V2. The, the V2, it's, it's the world's smartest golf watch. Yes, it's a watch, and it comes with you know, nubs to put on the end of your club, and it it has really excellent laser-like GPS. There, Frank's holding there it up is. there. Yep. Um, the stat tracking and, and GPS, it's built into one watch, and what, what impresses me the most, it's it's the amount of data. I mean, I keep saying this. It's so impressive, that that dashboard, with what it collects for you, and it's so easy to navigate through. I mean, you, you, when you look at the dashboard, you could see um, you know, different stats, and you can go by putting or driving or, or approach, and when you click that uh, and, and you go into the next menu, it'll then break it down even further and further and further. So 
I mean, it's simple to use. I mean, you know, you fire up the watch and you just go play golf. I mean, it's that easy. And if you want to learn more about your golf game and you want to get a pretty darn good GPS device as well out of it, then definitely check out the V2. Visit shotscope.com slash golficity. Price is still 119 bucks, guys. Um, so check it out. All right. Uh, so thanks again, Shotscope. And <clears throat> also just want to thank FootJoy. I mean, we hear it all the time, right? I mean, the phrase is, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So here's a question. Why would FootJoy go out and change the Pro SL, the most popular shoe in golf, the best-selling shoe in golf, in fact? The shoe more tour players wear than any other. I mean, their top tour players told them not to change it. But FootJoy doesn't settle. So they managed to be the number one shoe in golf by far for more than 50 years. So what did they do? Innovated, they innovative and advanced, and they give you the Pro SL. I mean, more stable, more traction, more comfort. I mean, they've actually gone ahead and done this. They've made the shoe better. It actually it will help with performance. It's not just a fashion thing. Uh, one model wasn't good enough for FootJoy, so they added a second option with the Pro SL, the Pro SL Carbon, hmm. and that offers ridiculous stability with a fiber carbon plate right in the midsole. So really cool technology. It's sleek. I love the way it looks. The carbon fiber, and um, why did they change it? Because only everything matters. So learn more at footjoy.com about the new Pro SL. And take it a step further, I wanted to show you these things too while I'm talking about shoes. These are the new um, the Footjoy Flex LEs. They're, uh, they're really cool. They're unique looking. And they got this cork, super soft cork sole here. Mm. Really neat stuff. They're like, they're like the wingtips but like clothy with that, in that, uh, the Flex. And you know what? I could totally rock these to like a backyard barbecue in the spring with like you know a nice pair of pants and like a polo shirt or something no one's even gonna know that they're golf, golf shoes. shoes right they're amazing and since so, you've got that golf. uh that little golf hole in your backyard you could go right from barbecue to chipping barbecue to there exactly no need to change <laughs> yeah but i'll tell right. you i so speaking of those carbons i've been chomping at the bit to get mine out there on the golf course it is a tease right now because we can't get out there but um yeah, man, those there's just like it's amazing the advancements that they made in that shoe. Um, all right, so speaking of which, first of all, just a couple of maintenance things, just letting you guys know and filling you in. A lot of you've been contacting contacting us and asking about the Philly meetup. Um, we have been holding off on making any type of official statement because we really want to talk to the venue first. We want to make sure that we're giving you guys as much information as we can. Um, and we want to, it's very much looking like a postponement now. I mean, 99.9% .9 sure on the postponement because right now everything in Philadelphia is shut down, right? Um, and we're only two weeks out from that. But we want to make sure how we're handling it. I know we've already got the tickets out there. We want to see if it's something that we're just going to keep all the same ticketing and just kind of push it to a later date or, or if we want to uh, cancel it and start fresh. A lot of that is going to be up to the venue because they're handling the ticketing. So we do just want to speak with someone there. And unfortunately, with so much closures, it's kind of hard to get a hold of the proper people. So to let you guys know, it is 99% sure that it is going to be in some way moved. Um, we just will want to wait on the details of that. And and this this podcast drops in a couple of days. We may know the details before that. But I would say if, if we do, you're going to see it on our social channels. We're going to post it in the Facebook group 
group. If you're not already a part of the Golficity Golf Podcast Facebook group, it's free. Jump in there because we always post things there like immediately when they happen, but we'll also put it out on all the other social channels. We will find a way to get in touch with everybody and also Five Iron will assist with that because they've got all of your your names and information most likely from when you signed up for the tickets. Um, But again, all we can do is all we can do. You know what I mean? We're going to do the best we can do with this and and we got to adapt as these things change and as they happen. So I know you've been asking about it. We will get information on that. Additionally, the next thing on our calendar is the Pinehurst trip. That is still on Mm. the books as of right now, but as we're seeing things like the PGA Tour and stuff cancel out through May, that we just heard that the PGA Tour is canceling all events through May 10th, which includes now the PGA Championship. Um, and we don't know, I mean, we really, we're hoping that this social distancing that everybody's doing is working and then we might receive some good news in the next couple of weeks. So we have not yet canceled flights or anything like that for Pinehurst, but we're going to do whatever is the recommendation of, you know, the CDC, the recommendation of our families, what we think is, is safe. We both got young kids at home. We've got, uh, older uh, grandparents and adults that were around that we need to protect. Uh, and then we also need to see what the resort is doing, what they're comfortable with. We're going to talk in a minute. Mike, Mike got an email from one of our local courses that I want to talk about some of the rules that we're doing here. If, if they're even available to play, I mean, that was a day or two ago and things do change, but like I said, we're going to adapt. We're going to see and, and anything that has to be moved, we move it and we're still going to try to get it done later in the year. Um, but like I said, that's just kind of some maintenance stuff there. Um, but the question that a lot of you are coming up with is whether or not you should play golf right now. And what I would say is everyone's situation is very different. Um, True. you know, where you live, uh, how many, how many cases are there? What, what the government has said, like there's certain places that are on more severe lockdown than others. Uh, what your golf course is comfortable with, what you're comfortable with, you know, I think that the the responsible thing to do, even if you can play, let's say the golf course is open, the responsible thing to do really is to ask yourself, you know, what's the vulnerability here? Are there people around you? Do you, are you around people who are more vulnerable, immune compromised, older, whatever it may be? Are you putting them in some sort of risk by playing? You know, what are the local laws and regulation in place? Uh, we really have to think beyond ourselves right now. You know, um, and, and I think that's important. So there's going to be a certain degree of, of what do you think? Like, cause we're, it's a really, this is truly a situation where we all have to do our part to, to, to stop the spread and we'll get through this quicker. But Mike, you saw something the other day with the Bergen County courses. What did you find on that? Well, Bergen County courses, um, there was some that were closed due to maintenance and then the ones that they were keeping open, they were very strict about the rules, time of uh, when play will stop, tee times up to 3 p.m. But more specifically, just over the border here in my home course, which I grew up playing, Spook Rock, I got an email. I mean, as we're all getting emails from every single company that we were on an email list from, uh, and the the subject line is COVID-19 update, um, I see the one from Spook Rock says, while all food and beverage operations have not been open, the golf operations will be open with the understanding that all customers and employees practice safe social distancing and eliminate any non-essential interaction by implementing the below policies. So what they said in these six bullet points is, is, number one, no cash transactions will be accepted. So credit card only. Customers will manually swipe their own credit cards. Employees are instructed not to handle any cards. Uh, Third bullet, a maximum of three people will be allowed in the pro shop at one time. 
please do not gather in small groups or clusters while out on the golf course. In caps, as always, practice good hygiene, wash your hands. That goes yeah. without saying. All right. And then the, la- the last point is pro shop hours of operation are eight to four. So basically they're going to shut down operations early as well. And then they talk about, you know, although we continue to sanitize and make any effort to provide a healthy environment, please make responsible decisions based on your own personal risk profile. So that's it. Everyone has a different risk profile. You know, some of us are around older people, things like that. Um, But yeah, I mean, that's interesting. I mean, when have you ever seen that before where they're they're spreading out tea times or only doing groups of three? Uh, did, Did you say in there somewhere that they had a rule where only three people could be in the pro shop at once? That's it. Yep. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's interesting. I, I think it's great that the golf courses are, are implementing rules to be more responsible, but again, we all have to be responsible for ourselves and see what we want to do with it. And again, I know people listen to this podcast all over the world. You, you know, your, your country, even though at this point it seems like every country is affected, you may not be as dramatically affected and you may not have the same rules in place. But the, the thing, when you, you ask that question, should you play golf right now? It's a certain degree of, of personal responsibility that you have to apply to it. And also just finding out, call the golf courses, speaking about Bergen County, I got an email the other day that they were closing all non-essential businesses. I would imagine that golf courses are are wrapped up in that. Uh, Also, I've seen a lot of um, government saying that they're shutting down all of the facilities that are non-essential. So I would Mm -hmm. imagine any of your municipals are going to be those non-essentials. and in in a way, I mean, it's good too because it allows the the groundskeepers and and all those guys who are doing the maintenance to go home and and not have to increase their exposure by being out of the house. Um, but it's a tough one. Um, but like I said, there are ways you can you can do things at home to keep your golf game in order. I want to talk a little bit about those here in a second. But before we do, Mike, anything else you wanted to add to that idea of whether or not you should play golf right now? No, I just think assess you nailed it. Assess your own situation. I mean, obviously, you know, if if you're if you're young and you don't have kids, you're not near your family and you want to go out by yourself and and go play nine holes and you're not interacting with anyone, then by all means, I mean, I mean go for it. I mean, fresh air is is purifying. It's yeah. purifying to the respiratory system. I mean, pure pure air is fresh air is actually encouraged, you know, and 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 it also it helps with the mental aspect of it. I mean, we can only sit yeah. inside so much right. uh, without starting to go crazy. So if anything, it's it's a mental relief. So I, I urge you to use caution. And, and and like you said, Frank, you know, if there's family members in your life that are nearby, I mean, golf can wait. Yeah. And that's golf just it. Like they're telling us get outside a little bit, but stay away from people. And, and even, you know, our kids, my kids are home for a minimum of four weeks. The schools and daycares are closed. So, you know, that's also juggling that balance with trying to work from home and do all that. But they, you know, they're we, saying like, get the kids outside, but we just closed the park, which makes sense. Cause why have all the kids together? So there's certain things they're saying, like take a hike or go whatever and get away from people. Golf is like kind of a, a, a finer line because it's not like densely crowded, but we're still out there. We're touching things. We're touching ball washers. We're doing all those things and you're trying right. to be smart about it. You know? Yeah, for sure. It's funny. I mean, not funny, but I, um, I went to the store, grocery store yesterday, and I threw on my Foot Joy all weather gloves. Yeah. Just to handle the golf cart, you know, uh, the golf cart. Wow. Listen to me. There you the, go. Uh, the grocery cart. So uh, I wish know, I had a picture of that. Say, yeah. It was, Look it was, at this it was golf guy with his golf gloves on. That's funny. And then the Foot Joy, the Foot Joy rain gloves come with a T, you know, the white T. Yeah. It's yeah, like, yeah. and I kept it in. 
Oh I was my ready. God, that's that's too funny. <laughs> that is too funny. Hey man, I'm trying to think golf whenever I can because you know what? Right now, it's really other than my family, it's my only happy place. So. <laughs> right. I mean, it, like I said, <laughs> there's a degree of this where where golf can still be our bit of sanity. It can help us to okay. get through this. We don't know how long it's going to be, but it can it can help. And one thing you can do to kind of stay sane and it and and not feel like you're losing touch with your game is there are ways you can kind of work on it at home. There's some obvious ones, but um, one big one is going to be fitness. And I want you to speak about this, Mike, because I noticed the other day that your gym, because most of these gyms are closing, they're they're not allowed to be open right now. Um, your gym had some online, um, like so you could work from you know work out from home, right? Yeah, really cool. I mean, I actually offered him the idea. I said, you know, to, to, to the trainer, I said, Hey, Mike, listen, I mean, they're going to shut you down soon. And he's very like, nah, nah, we're going to stay open no matter what, you know, cause he's very like tough guy mentality. And I said, you know, you should try considering doing some type of a remote training. I think it'll be yeah. helpful. Yeah. So sure enough, the next day he figured let's do a private Facebook group for all my paying customers. And I'll do the, um, <clears throat> I'll do a, a virtual class where three times a day, he literally gets on and he, he puts us to a workout. Now, you think like, oh, okay, well, how's that really going to work? I mean, nobody's really keeping you accountable. Well, think again because Mike's smart in the fact that he said, you know, all right, we're going to do uh, a minute, we're going to do a minute full of burpees right now, and you do it, and he goes, when you're done, he goes, everyone comment how many did you get. So like, you nice. can't duck out. Nice. And if you're going to sit there on the couch with a bag of potato chips and write the number of burpees, then you're not doing yourself any favors. I mean, right. What's the point? Right. So you know, I I actually worked harder than I would have worked in the gym knowing that I had to report the, the results. So, you know, kudos to him for, for keeping us engaged and, you know, keeping the, uh, the respiratory system healthy and staying healthy. That's really what it's about. And that's another thing where at least I'm trying to find any silver lining I can. And one big silver lining of this happening now at this time in, you know, where technology is, is that these places like gyms who are, who are required in our area to be shut down right now are not necessarily going out of business because they're just being creative and using these tools and the tools are within reach. It's not like these guys are, you know, 10, 15 years ago, you would have had to set up some advanced stuff to do webinars and things like that. Now there are a million free tools. You could just go live on Facebook, go live on Instagram, wherever, almost every platform allows you to go live. You could pre-record using your phone phone and then put it out there. So there's ways you can be smart about it. I'm seeing a lot of that happening even in the golf space. A lot of golf instructors are putting out digital content right now, a lot of digital content. I've been getting a number of email offers for uh, golf workouts and golf exercises. So I think that's great. And, and beyond that, what I've been trying to do, and I've been trying to do this regularly with my back, is stretching. Stretching is something mm -hmm. you can do at home. It helps to not only keep the body limber and moving, but also stretching relieves some of that tension that builds up. We're all stressed right now, so we're tense and our muscles are tense. Do that. I still think, even if you're don't not dealing with an injury like myself, um, just stretching is one of the best things you can do for your golf game because it's all about, like we talk about with Spreck, rotation, you know, and you can't rotate if you're stiff. So stretch, you know, and that too is something you could truly do for free. I, I have never you know, as long as I can remember paid for like an online stretching or yoga class, because there's so many available for free. I go on YouTube and I just honestly search what I want to stretch, you know, hips, upper back, lower back, right. hamstrings, whatever. And inevitably there are a number of video options that I can just follow along with and do. And I've been doing that 
you know, every morning and it's really is helping. Plus it's a nice break right now. We're stuck at home. We're working from home. We're hunched over laptops. We're dealing with our kids and everything else that's running around going crazy. It's nice to take a 15 minute break and just stretch. So it's a, it's a, it's a big thing you can do. And like I said, just keep an eye. Like you said, you're getting emails from everyone. A lot of these programs are, are, are offering more remote stuff. So keep an eye right. for it. You know, mm-hmm, absolutely. and look, we could all come out of this thing a little bit stronger. I, I understand it's, it's, a, it's a simple temptation to, as you said, sit on the couch, just binge watch a ton of Netflix. Uh, I understand that nutrition is difficult in this time because the grocery stores are, are empty and uh, we are literally, I mean, in my house anyway, we're buying whatever like kind of like keeps a little bit and whatever we can eat. It's a lot of pastas, rice, chopped meat, not what I really want to be eating, but it's the reality. But there are ways, like I said, you can, you can stay healthy and moving and fit. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I mean, it's, I saw a meme the other day of that, that Ben Stiller from, uh, uh, dodgeball at the end when he's like 500 pounds. Yeah. And it's like, this, this is all of us three days into quarantine eating yep. all the food already. So you're right. It, it's hard. And, uh, I bet one of my daughters is about to walk in the room, which would be a first <laughs> on the podcast, but Hey, what can I do? That would um, be like that CNN. You ever see that? Like it was like a CNN interview or something where that kid comes in and then the, yeah. the mother drags him out by his foot. That's like one of the funny, <laughs> I think I saw yeah. that too. Someone said, this is all of us working from home right now. Cause we're all having it like is, remote yeah. meetings and doing all these things. And right. it's just like, you do what but you do, man. Where it's, where it's okay. Where everyone's like, we get it. We get, we get it. it. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's working from home. But, um, right. other things you can do beyond the fitness piece really is working on short game stuff. And I know that sounds obvious, but um, I've found a benefit in it like unbelievably lately working on my putting from home and chipping is another one. Um, There's lots of tools we can do that, that make it fun. Uh, for putting, we love putt out because it is fun and, and, and it keeps you engaged. It's challenging. Uh, we like the Chippo guys too. Chippo is a fun chipping mat. Uh, you know, Chippo I, sent us a note today, but yeah, right. They're going to do some sort of at-home chipping competition. Right. You just, you know, I think it's, uh, I don't know how long it's going to last, if it's still going to be going on, but who knows? Uh, I think they just want you to run a video, like an unedited video, so you can't cheat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, take five shots and then put down your score. We should do one with a bunch of like obvious jump cuts, you know? Right. Like, oh, right. No, but <laughs> but yeah, but that's, see, that, that goes back to what I said before too. We're socially distancing, but we've got these tools of social media where we can stay close. We can, we can interact. We can have fun with it. So having fun with your practice. So check that out, Chippo, Chippo Golf. Um, but I, I, I can't stress enough to the benefit I've it's had for my game of doing a little bit at a time. Um, a, five minutes of putting every single day has, has helped me far more than any other, you know, long putting session, like going out of the practice screen for an hour and just grinding and working has, has nothing, uh, as far as uh, overall, you know, improvement compared to this five minutes a day. I have it right here in my office. I do my putt out. We had the putt out challenge at the office. I'm not going to give away who won that, but I'm going to say I did perform quite well. Because I've been doing it. I've been doing it. And, and you guys know, if you watch the videos, I struggled with putting um, the last, you know, the beginning of last season and the season before that. And then I had that putting lesson with Kevin Sprecker. Uh, I will I will totally admit, like any lesson, my mind was a little bit, you know, in a knot trying to figure it out. Because when you try to change your any stroke, it's t- tough. But 
by doing that five minutes every single day, the putting stroke that felt was was new to me when he showed it to me now feels incredibly natural, and I'm gaining more and more confidence. And I'm just, you know, it's a six foot mat. I'm drilling those six footers over and over and over again. Um, so it, it, it's it's I, I think that's something that you can definitely do at home. You know, it's I was putting out in the backyard the other day, and I realized how terrible my game is there right now and and the feel is gone and um, there's just nothing it's just yeah. like i'm I'm empty and it, it, i've identified it already and you know what's funny we my last putt was the putt that ian and zach made me hit in yeah. the game like training video and that was the last time i putted a ball on a on a green and that was like end of january and here we are mid-march and like it just shows you like i'm blowing balls past the hole i'm leaving them five feet short up there i'm looking out the window at the green and i'm like you know this is not good i got to get this part of my game in gear quickly so you know i'm a little jealous so you're you're ahead of me here i'm gonna take your lead and i'm gonna start working it at it at home for sure well look you got you're the one who's got that backyard putting green and everything so you you, you've got some stuff and it's getting a little bit warmer so you can get out there but you're right feel is the number one thing that you lose when you're not out there playing regularly. And I'm sure it's something that a lot of you are worried about, but like I said, you can keep up a certain degree of that by doing some things at home. Just, and we're not saying like long things, but it also, again, it can come back. It can break up your day. It can physically get you out of the house for minutes. Go, go in your backyard and chip putt yeah do whatever you can and just even break up that routine the other thing that a lot of us are not used to when we're working from home is less breaks because there's less interruptions there's less people around you know and we're at in the office you're interrupted people talk to you you have meetings you get up here you might just sit there at your computer for a long period of time which is not good anyway for your your back or your muscles to stay so still mm-hmm. so if you can and, and a, a lot of people say the science on it is to still put in some sort of routine when you're you're in a different routine but have a routine so if you can say you know schedule it in this is my 15 minute block of stretching this is my 15 minute block of you know some sort of uh working out like you're doing mike at home you know you can do a lot with bands you can do a lot with just body weight and then maybe Mm -hmm. 15 minutes of something for your golf game and you will see the benefits for it big time um another thing you can do is something that we we it's kind of funny we all live such crazy busy lives and that we're almost not used to how in some ways, not busy we are when we're staying at home and, you know, we're on lockdown or whatever. So who knows if you might be one of those people who've put on hold certain things like reading that golf book you never get to. You know, you and I have talked to you on the podcast before about some of our favorite golf books and a lot of people think, eh, I'm too busy. I know I've always said the answer to that is grab the audio book and listen to it while you're driving. But right now might be the time to dive into something. Um, highlights would be we always talk about it. Zen Golf by Dr. Uh, Dr. Joseph Parent. Um, ben Hogan's Five Lessons is, is one of the classics that will never go away. It's just something good to, to know. Uh, Golf is Not a Game of Perfect by Dr. Bob Rotella. Um, there's just Tiger's so many. book, which is another great one that a great read everyone's saying. For sure. I mean, that's yep. the type of thing. Like even, even just, again, to distract your mind from all the stress of what's going on, dive into something like that. Um, a Life Well Played, uh, Arnold Palmer. Um, is, is something mm-hmm. you could check out. And then, you know, I don't, do I have it here with me? We have, we've been talking a lot about these guys because I've been impressed with what they're doing, but you know, game like training golf practice book. And there's, there's a lot of stuff in here, practice things that you can implement and do at home. So this is a, this is a really good one as well. There's so many out there. I, I understand that it's tough to get some things right now. Amazon is a little bit delayed with shipping. Everybody is, but a lot of these are downloadable. 
you know, digital copies, True. you can mm-hmm. grab them. Um, so there's a lot of different ways that, that you can do that. But I think it's, it's a great time to take it as an opportunity to finally dive into that book, that golf book or any golf content that you haven't had a chance to do. There's so much to explore, you know, not just directing you towards our stuff, but on YouTube, um, go through, rewatch some old stuff that you didn't get a chance to get into, you know, make a playlist. Um, there's a lot out there for sure. Is there any, anything in particular, Mike, for you that you feel like people should dive into? You know, I just, you know, if you're into the golf video stuff and, and reading's not for you, I mean, and you you exhausted your golficity videos on our YouTube channel, I mean, there's there's a lot of other great, talented, uh, creative people out there that if you haven't checked them out, you know, guys like Eric Anders Lang and, you know, even Rick Shields, Peter Finch. I mean, mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're craving some of that golf content, whether it's the cinematic approach that Eric takes to things or the or the, the fun golf spin stuff that Rick Shields does, give him a shot. You know, I mean, uh, obviously check ours out first, of course, right? <laughs> you know, we want you to do that and we appreciate that. And you guys are awesome. And we love you for that. Uh, but you, you can easily dive into a wormhole on YouTube if, if you've exhausted every reading material you have. For sure. And it's that balance between that outlet entertainment stuff and then the stuff that actually make your game better by by learning from it. Um, right. You know, other stuff you can do, like we talked about earlier with cleaning out your golf bag, you know, another one is clean your clubs. You know, we, we, we did some of those studies that we did on dirty grooves versus, you know, clean grooves and fresh grooves, new grooves, whatever. Um, sometimes I do it during the season. I get too busy and I don't even think of it. You know, I'm running from the golf course to home and then just throwing the golf bag, you know, in the trunk and it just kind of stays there till the next day. But every once in a while, it's nice to pull it out, give everything a once over, clean things mm-hmm. up, especially those grips. If you're not regripping every season, the oils that build up on the grips, there's a lot of ways to clean that. Again, just search it, go on YouTube. You'll see some demonstrations, but you can do a lot with just a damp cloth and just kind of running it over those grips, get that cleaned up that'll that'll you'll, you'll you'll be thankful for it because that moment when it finally happens that we're all chomping at the bit to get back out on the golf course and when we do and you go out there and you realize you got a nice clean set your bag is cleaned out everything is organized and ready to go and you've been stretching working out chipping putting at home you're going to feel a lot fresher jumping back into it because now too the the sad reality is we're going to have a condensed golf season, you know, because if we don't start to get out there until May, I mean, we're a couple of weeks behind when we've normally been playing. So you want to go out there, you want to be fresh, you want to be able to play. Absolutely. Yeah, it's big. And then I think my, my most important kind of wrapping it up tip is just to stay calm and have perspective. It will get better. Like I said, there are a lot crazier, worse things going on um, to worry about than, than your golf game, but your golf game can offer you that goal, that perspective to keep kind of like stay calm and, and, and just like roll with it. Um, because at the end of the day, like I said, it's going to get better. I have faith in humanity that we are working hard. We're working together for cures. People are really, the, the vast majority, I know we all see the stories on the news of people who are not heeding the advice and they're still going out there and, and, and getting together in groups. But for the, that, I think that that is a very small piece of the population, at least what I've seen personally. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. What I can tell you here in New York and New Jersey is that people are hunkering down. They're taking it seriously. And I think by doing that, I've seen a lot of the, um, 
the information out there and some of the simulations that are out there, computer simulations of social distancing and how quickly it can start to flatten that curve. Mm-hmm. Um, I think as we do that, and I'm, I'm happy to see people working together to do that. Um, it, it, I think there's certain things that these, these tr- kind of tragedies bring out the best in humanity in a lot of ways. And, and I think if you look, you'll see that it's easy for the news and for people like that and social media to cover some of the bad stuff going on. But I think some of the best also comes out. So I think if we stay calm, we have perspective, we'll get through this, we'll get through it together and we'll get back out there and, and having fun and playing golf again. hundred percent agree. And, and I guess I'll leave it with this point. I mean, I was talking to my wife the other night and I said, you know, after all this, I think we're going to come out of this with a, uh, like a different way we look uh, you know, at society, a different way we live, a different yeah. way we treat, treat each other. I mean, we, when we see someone who who's active or, or past military, we always thank them for their service. And we've never done that with nurses or doctors. And now it's like a different, you know, you're thinking differently about the way, yeah. uh, or, or people like that. And, and even in the ways we greet each other, hello, unfortunately, and you know, the ways that, that, that the world is changing because yes, this is a pandemic that has, is the first time it's ever had when this serious in the social media world. Mm. Um, you know, so that's why the panic has has blown way, way out of you know control. But you know, I think it's going to change the way we do things and and appreciate people better. And even teachers, I'll take it a step further that what teachers are doing at home, trying to still educate their kids while their own kids are there running around. Yeah, uh, so many people. You know, we we owe a lot of thanks to. So we certainly do, and I think we'll also come out of it with a lot more gratitude for the things we do like you know when we have that backyard barbecue whereas before maybe it seemed like oh you know my summer's so busy and it's another invite another thing i need to go to i think you're going to start to see where people are they're grateful grateful to be able to get together again grateful to be able to hang out and and not worry and be healthy and not worry about spreading things or whatever or grateful even more so than we were before to be out on the golf course and right. realize that like this is this is you know, something to to have a lot of gratitude for, to, for being out there, you know? So I think it will bring us all out there as, you know, humanity is stronger, a stronger bunch. Um, it's just a matter of just hunkering down and getting through it. So that's it. Hopefully everybody's out there doing your part. Um, but like I said, we want to hear from you guys. We want to read those comments. So post your comments, let us know what you're doing, how you're dealing with it. What are some of the local rules that you you're seeing? What are you, are your golf courses open? Are you choosing, are you making the choice to play golf? If so, what goes into that choice? Why did you decide to do it? Um, and let us know. I love to have the conversation because the truth in the, in the reality is that nobody knows. There's not an exact right answer. We're all just doing the best we can. So we'd love to hear uh, what your guys' take is on it. And like I said, we will work on continuing to bring you guys the best content we can bring given the circumstances of what we're under. We, it, it's, if nothing else, it's forcing us outside of our box of being even more creative of ways that we can inform and entertain you guys. But if there's something specific you want to see from us, let us know. You want to see us try something? You got ideas for us? We're all ears. We'd love to hear it. Let us know. Um, all right. That's everything we have for you guys. You can go to the uh, show notes for this episode by going to golfficity.com slash episode 315. Uh, or as always in the Golficity app. If you haven't don't download the app yet, make sure you guys do check it out. And uh, we'll check in with you guys again uh, next week. There he goes. Hydrate. Stay hydrate and... Take your vitamins. Wash your hands, folks. That's it. Cheers. Stay safe, everybody.